Today, we're gonna to talk to somebody who will give us strategies on how we can target on Amazon underserved markets, as well as great Shopify and Facebook marketing tips that can help grow your brand. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Blackbox by Helium 10 houses the largest database of Amazon products and keywords in the world outside of Amazon itself. We have over 2 billion products and many millions more keywords from different Amazon marketplaces, from USA to Australia to Germany and more. Use our powerful filters to search through this database for pockets of opportunity that you might want to get into with your first or next product to sell on Amazon. For more information, go to h10.me forward slash black box. Don't forget, you can save 10% off for life on Helium 10 by using our special code SSP10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon, Walmart, and general e-commerce world. And we've got uh, somebody who I don't think actually is an Amazon seller, but he has helped hundreds, if not more, Amazon sellers with uh, their social media marketing. Uh, Manuel, how's it going, man? How's it going, Bradley? Great to be here. Absolutely a pleasure, man. Where, where are you located? Are you still in, uh, is it Florida? I am in the city of Largo in Florida. And it's a ah, the Tampa Bay area, they call it. Champa Bay, where all the champions Champa are. Champa Bay. Oh, okay. I see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of gave up uh, on uh, on football uh, a few years ago. I'm a San Diego Chargers fan, and it's it's, it's been a been pretty bad to be a San Diego Chargers fan. Well, yeah, I would ask you. To be a I would Tampa ask Bay you fan. to look at your team right now, man, because your team is on fire right now. Yeah, the team is doing is doing pretty good. But um, you know, as much as I would love to have a podcast about football, uh, we we got to talk about the. The serious stuff here. So that's right. Well, let me, Bradley. First, first of all, let me just correct the uh, uh, the intro. I am uh -huh. a, an Amazon seller. I have been an Amazon Excellent. seller. It was the first thing I ever did in the world of business was being an Amazon seller. Without Amazon, I am not where I'm at today. Awesome, awesome. When was that? I started um, my story, which is uh, goes back to um, maybe 2008, being a part of the meltdown of the economy and losing mm -hmm. my job and not knowing what the heck to do with my life. Um, I spent a few years looking for a, a way out, having no career, no background, no degrees, no university, mm -hmm. system education. And at some point I was introduced to, I created a brand called Natural Swing with my dad and my, and my wife. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, we launched it in the US. We had no attention. At some point in 2013, I came across the Amazon opportunity and uh, I started doing some training on it. And I started getting some education with some of the free incredible things that are out there, resources and YouTube. And mm -hmm. I launched an Amazon brand and uh, that was my first venture into the world of business. And uh, that's how, that's how I began. Amazon gave me the uh, cash flow that I needed to build everything else outside without it. I'm telling you, my life would be quite different. My journey would yeah. have been very different. So I'm a big advocate of the Amazon platform. I just, have gone beyond that world a lot, but I'm still front and center in the Amazon world and we do a lot of things. We just have different strategies that we incorporate to grow the Amazon brands, but it's a part and parcel of my story. I even built a brand, uh, a Betchy's brand in 2015, sold it in 2017, and it was 99% on Amazon. So I have a lot of experience in the area. Excellent. I think that's important. You know, there's a lot of people, 
it's not a requirement like like if you know if somebody is a service provider in another lane it's not like oh you're going to be a complete failure if you don't have your personal amazon experience but it always is a huge help you know when you can you, you, you can empathize you know more with with the amazon sellers that, that you're helping you know exactly what they need and uh and what would help them so that's 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 really cool to know i didn't know that 100%. so what at what point were you like hey i need to start you know, looking into to what social media can help uh, an Amazon business for? Because it sounds like the Amazon actually came before you started uh, the marketing side of things. It did. Uh, I think um, uh, the, the e-commerce world has changed, as you know, uh, Bradley, so much aggressively over the years. Uh, somewhere around 2015, uh, as I was building our uh, Amazon brand, uh, which is the Natural Slim that that brand is going to do $45 million in the U.S. alone this year. So we've come a long way uh, to where we're at today. It's a big part of my story, uh, The uh, our Natural Slim brand. We service the Latin American community. Uh, that's our big focus. But at some point in 2015, I realized that we needed more attention. And I happened to have access to a content unicorn, as I like to describe. That content mm. unicorn was my father. Uh, we're not going to get into that subject right now, but he sadly passed away earlier than expected this year. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, thank you. But he was a, an incredible content creator, a great educator, a great teacher, a great individual that knew how to provide value and just capture attention. And um, and I realized as I was observing and I uh, was going out to parks and I was going out to restaurants and I was going out to every single place that you can think of and people were doing one thing only. They were consuming content. And uh, it was just basically observation of obvious things and um, and looking at what opportunities that was presenting and how Facebook was capturing so much attention and how people were not even tuning into television ads. And we had like DVRs, and, which means that people were not even consuming uh, ads mm -hmm. or radio or none of that stuff. So when that happened, uh, something clicked. Uh, I also started um, one of, I, I can give credit to, one of my uh, mentors on the way, I, I, I bought Gary Vaynerchuk's book called Crush It. And uh, that was a yep. part of my origin. I said, okay, there's an opportunity right there. I jumped all over it and I obsess over Facebook opportunity. I call myself, as you might have heard about Bradley, the Facebook marketing ninja. Mm -hmm. um, and because I was obsessed with the, with the opportunity that Facebook was presenting along the way. I have uh, gotten away from Facebook marketing ninja and now I'm more a marketing ninja. Because it's, there's so many different opportunities that are not just Facebook at this point. So yeah. I, I went all over the place. But that's how I discovered my abilities as a marketer was jumping on the Facebook wave because I needed to get my dad to be more discovered. Uh, he had such great content and I had such a great brand that I knew that if I just get my dad in front of more people, I'm going to be able to grow the brand. And I was right. Uh, my dad's content spread out like wildfire. And we started getting a lot of attention and we grew a YouTube channel from zero to we're going to cross 5 million subscribers very soon. Uh, we have a following on Facebook and Instagram of millions of people uh, across these platforms. And that has helped us build both the Amazon aggressively and our, our own e-commerce along the way. So it, it's um, social media has been at the center of our growth of every single brand that we've managed along the way because they are attention-grabbing machines. And that's why my company... Yeah. It's called AGM, which stands for Attention Grabbing Media. I like it. Now, what I like to do sometimes in, when we talk about different things is 
I, I kind of like skip to the end to get people excited about, hey, why they need to keep listening. So can you just give an example either from your own business, you know, uh, uh, one of your clients, you know, obviously if it's one of your clients, you don't have to mention their name or anything, but uh, of how, what we're going to talk about today, something that we're going to talk about today, maybe, you know, they were, they didn't have it before, they implemented it, and now, oh, you know, they had a 2x increase in traffic. They had a 50% increase in sales. Just, just some exciting statistic that comes off the top of your head to get people excited that, hey, they need to listen to the end of this episode. Okay, well, the the world of uh, of business, and especially in this era, 2021, that has dramatically changed the landscape of marketing. It's all about acquisition of prospects. Um, mm -hmm. And that applies to uh, Amazon sellers equally. Um, the Amazon game is such an important part of uh, e-commerce. But at the end of the day, these are Amazon customers. And I believe that uh, we all should be focusing on building our own followings and our own leads, uh, acquiring prospects and identities along the way aggressively. And that's how we can scale to the next level. So we can talk about how uh, we are doing that across the boards on clients right now and how we're scaling Amazon brands by aggressively scaling our list, accumulating a lot of identities, emails, subscribers, people that are engaged with us on that next level. And there are some strategies. Uh, for example, where there's one particular brand that we had 10,000 uh, people on the list at the beginning of 2020. And we took advantage of opportunities in the, uh, in the uh, pandemic environment. And we did something really hardcore that helped us get a lot of attention because we gave a little bit of ourselves uh, to the world. And uh, in a matter of like two months, we had 220,000 people on that list. And that drove us towards scaling our e-commerce 300% in that particular period of six months wow. after we generated those identities. So we can talk about how we did that process ourselves. Okay. Interesting. Now, just as you're, you're you're talking here, I was just thinking, you know, my, my brain is kind of slow. I was thinking back to something you said a few minutes earlier. Did, did you say that like the brand that you created for Amazon, you were kind of target marketing the, the Latin American market? We are 100% focused in the Latin American market. United States of America has over 50 million Latin people in the country and they are underserved and under marketed too. So our, our target since we began this business in 2008 has been the Latin American community. We didn't really start taking off until we started getting my dad and our content distributed to millions of people uh, across the board. Natural Slim is now in nine countries, but our biggest country by far is the United States of America. And we do service 99.9% .9 of our public is Latin American people. Just by itself, 50 million Latin people is more than most Latin countries out there. And that's what we mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. in the United States of America big audience. Interesting. Interesting. Now, what do you like? How, how do, how do you target the Latin American? It, it, it's not a matter of, Hey, on amazon.com, you, you just decided to make your entire listings in Spanish. Obviously they're in English, but is when you say target, it's, it, is it mainly your off Amazon marketing strategy, you know, that pulls in the customers is mainly targeting the Latin American or, or how are you optimizing your listings also for the Latin American community? So here's a beautiful thing, Bradley. Uh, all these people that are Latin American in the U.S., 50 million of them, I would mm -hmm. tell you that about 80 to 90% of them speak perfect English, which mm -hmm. means that you don't have to grade your listings in Spanish because that's going to take away from discovery of other people along the way on the Amazon platform. But if you do social media marketing and you talk to the people in Spanish, 
the Latin people, they actually feel more connected to you because you're speaking their mm -hmm. language. So what we do on social media is that we, we actually create content in Spanish. And that's something that this world does present the opportunity to every single one of you listening to this podcast right now because we got translators, we got people that are all over the world that you can access that can create your content in Spanish. And when you go to a platform like Facebook, which has a lot of data about these people, it's very simple. You literally just enter the language. You say Spanish. And when you enter mm -hmm. Spanish as a language, when you're marketing to them, it's only going to put that ad in front of people that speak Spanish because that is information that Facebook easily has access to. Now, when you send them to a listing on Amazon or when you send them to your listing, whether you have a Shopify site or whatever e-commerce, it doesn't really matter because these people are generally bilingual, but they still like to be talked to in their own language. They feel like, yeah. oh, these are my people. I should pay attention to their, to their content. I should pay attention to this particular brand because it's a brand for Latin people in the U.S. So it is an opportunity uh, for a lot of us to, to really dive into. Now, you know, you started this brand a number of years ago. Is that still an opportunity? Like if you had only started today, knowing that the data that you you know, would you still start, a, you know, a supplement company in, um, you know, targeting the Latin American community here in the United States? It is uh, the world of Latin America is generally on average five years behind. So if it's going to cost you $100,000 uh, in advertising to generate um, 400,000 um, leads. Let's say you're paying uh, pennies on the dollar. Uh, let's say that you're going to invest uh, on acquisition of prospects and uh, to the Latin American public. I can tell you right now, if you do this correctly in the U.S. and you're targeting sp to Spanish people and you talk to them in their language before you send them to the listings, you might pay a third of the price talking to these people still today because the Latin American communities are not being targeted enough. And because of that, it enters in supply and demand laws in general that there's a lot of marketing going on, but not many brands are talking to people in Spanish. So if you talk to all these big players, like Grant Cardone is trying to get into the Spanish market like crazy. Gary Vee has mm -hmm. been talking about Latin American being the, the next big thing. There isn't an actual community that is growing, a minority that is growing faster than Latin American. For mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, for business owners, and the beautiful thing also is that uh, these Latin people have the same access to capital, to credit than all the other American citizens, which means that they are uh, capable of uh, investing in your products and, and being a great customer. They're just being underserved. So if I had to do it all over again, if I start a brand all over again right now, I would definitely assign a budget to that particular audience and, uh, and see what that returns for us along the way. Uh, I did an interesting experiment the other day. We have an Amazon brand Natural Slim. Uh, again, I uh, publicly, a lot of people are scared about talking about their brands. I welcome the competition. Uh, you uh, check out the Natural Slim brand on Amazon. We have a lot of reviews. We're pretty established already. I downloaded the list of, uh, you know, if you go to TaxJar, for example, or some of these platforms, you can find out the names of people and you can look at, um, even still today, even though there's been a lot of changes, you can find our physical addresses. And I was surprised to see, Bradley, that even though we're really well ranked in a lot of um, searches, our audience is mainly still Latin, which is telling me that what we're doing across social media and across mm -hmm. acquisition of prospects and in our email list and our text messaging list, in all the things that we have going on, is actually feeding Amazon. I wouldn't be where I'm at on Amazon, which we're probably going to do about $15 million just on Amazon this year. Uh, and if, if I didn't have what we have going on, 
in the rest of the world, our Amazon brand would not be growing the way that it's growing right now. So it's a big deal. Yeah. Okay, so you know, I, it looks like that de definitely still is an opportunity if it's you know the the right uh, you know the right the right niche. You you have access to tons of data on the back end. You know when you when you're running campaigns and on Facebook and other you know and other platforms. Are there any other you know um, nationalities, you know language groups, something like that here in the United States that you think is more untapped potential? Obviously, none nearly as big as the Latin American community. But, uh, you know, are, are there any others that, that you think that Amazon sellers, you know, could possibly build a brand around? Well, we have a lot of African-Americans in the United States, and a lot of these people are also very capable and they're great potential customers. So that's another one to explore, depending on what your Amazon brand is about, depending on what your products are. This is a, another area that is underserved. And all you got to do is adjust your marketing, adjust your messaging a little bit and talk to them more like them right so it's like these people all have different uh different uh i, I was um recently i was on the traffic and conversions uh, summit uh that happens mm -hmm. once a year in in san diego and um one of the um the speakers was magic johnson and um yeah. he was talking about brilliant guy right he's a genius uh genius business owner aside from being one of the greatest athletes of all time the guy is, is super smart he was talking about how he actually got starbucks to expand on a minority community like the Afri African-American, which the, the founder of Starbucks was not really seeing that. Uh, he was not really believing in Magic's vision. So Magic, what he did was that he simply adjusted uh, a few of the concepts. For example, he changed the music. Uh, people did not want to walk into classical music or jazz. They wanted to walk into maybe potentially some hip-hop or some other things. Uh, instead of having like... Um, some of these like little uh, cones or desserts or whatever, they did something for the African-American community. And and his Starbucks exploded, took off. So all you got to do is take your marketing and adjust it a little bit above the messaging and the copy, the images, the video, and make it more feel, make it feel more like it's meant for them. If you adjust that, you're going to be able to get a lot of attention and help your brand grow if you believe your products are a good fit for that particular community. So the African-American is also comparable to the Latin American minority in general. Okay, interesting. Now, let's talk about, you know, some specific strategies now. Now, you know, you're part of our series that we're doing because we just relaunched Freedom Ticket 3.0. And uh, you're one of the uh, main instructors on there on our week uh, that talks about advertising and and um, also, you know, Facebook advertising. And you have a couple great modules. Uh, I'm really envious of your studio setup. You've inspired me. I'm about to make my own mini studio in my house. Now I'm going to I'm going to steal some ideas, I think, <laughs> from your uh, your setup. But uh, you actually had some great content on there. And, and we're not going to give everything away, but we just want to give people a taste. Uh, a lot of our listeners are, are Helium 10 members, so they do have access to freedom to get 3.0 but let's just talk uh first of all about you know getting started advertising you know on facebook instagram i have an account you know we, we've got the project x uh is one of my accounts and we launched uh, a brand uh manny's mysterious oddities it wasn't named after you it was named after you know <laughs> the other manny, I know manny. Yep. At, at helium 10 you've known him for a long time but anyways we we've never done off amazon advertising now this is just a you know a brand it's you know it's, it's not huge you know maybe it does about two three hundred thousand dollars a year it's it's kind of uh you know kind of like spooky decor items you know like uh, coffin shaped egg trays and coffin shaped shelves and spooky things like that we've never done facebook we've never done instagram which has been 100 percent on amazon just because you know i have no time really to do anything else but 
let's just say that I were to hire you to like say, hey, we, let's get a plan together because you know we, we've got a, a kind of buzzworthy kind of product line here. I want to start getting off of Amazon, you know, and, and putting content out there. First of all, what's the first platform that you would suggest that we get started on? So you got to build the Shopify site, uh, Bradley. Uh, that's going to be mm, okay. It's the simplest uh, way to go about it. Uh, Shopify has simplified dramatically the process of building your own e-commerce outside of Amazon. And I believe this is essential. I, I, I think that a lot of people don't realize that even though Amazon is such an incredible and dominating platform, it's only 50% of all e-commerce. I know I say only, but sometimes, you know, we, we there's so many big Amazon sellers doing so much revenue on the platform that we forget that the other 50% are doing their revenue outside of Amazon. So it's a really big deal still. Shopify sites have been taking off. If you look at, for example, uh, the last Black Friday that we had in 2020, e-commerce outside of Amazon was huge. For a long time, it's been dominating, dominated by Amazon. And this is the first year that we saw a humongous uptrend uh, that is happening on the e-commerce side of things. So putting attention on that, we have at our agency here, we service a lot of people that are making a lot of money on Amazon but they start thinking correctly about building outside of Amazon because in the end, Amazon continues to make things harder and harder for you to have a relationship with these people that are buying your stuff. I can see, yeah. I can understand their viewpoint. This is, this is their platform, not yours. Mm -hmm. And it is their traffic, not yours. And because of that, they consider them to be their customers, not yours. So what a smart Amazon seller does is you start figuring out what, you can put aside money-wise so you can build outside of Amazon. So the first thing that I would do before you start investing any money on advertising, do not mm -hmm. do not take your hard-earned dollars and create some ads to send people directly to Amazon. I would not okay. I would not suggest that. Uh, for a separate, this is a strategy that works because Amazon loves outside traffic, but this is not how you really grow the brand. If you want to get ranking done on Amazon, if you want to get more traffic to the website, I mean, uh, to the Amazon listings, okay, fine. But I would, the first thing that I would do is I would take some of that money that you're making and I would make a Shopify site. You can either make it yourself or hire somebody to do it. It's not expensive. The Shopify basic plan start at $30 a month. And you can go ahead and drag and drop images, copy and paste the things that you already have on your Amazon listings, and voila, you have a Shopify site. This is your website. This is your property. Whatever traffic you send there, you control, you own, and you can do whatever the heck you want with it. If you want to acquire an email, a phone number, a subscriber on Messenger, all those things, you absolutely have the right to do so. This is a different conversation when it comes to your Amazon prospect, uh, clients that are landing on the particular Amazon listings. So the first thing I will do is Shopify site, get it built out. Once you have that ready, then you can start testing slowly. This is not something that happens overnight, but I would take a little bit of your, the money that you're making, set it aside and start creating some ads for it. And you can do single image ads to send people to your, to your listings. You can do little simple videos. Videos right now can be made by yourself very easily. I just did a whole training on this yesterday, or you can actually hire somebody to get them done. You can actually um, bring in an in-house editor, or you can outsource one of these editors to create some content for you. It's a simple, so some, one of the things that uh, a lot of Amazon sellers don't realize, Bradley, we have so many people giving us user-generated content every day on our Amazon reviews, and they are there. And even, for example, 
when you have a good flow in place that you're generating reviews on your Amazon listings, you can actually mm -hmm. go in there as a user and you can download the videos that people are leaving on the Amazon page and mm. get great content. And even, mm. even those reviews that are there, you can take those reviews and you can turn those into scripts. And that's something that we do really well. Let's say, for example, uh, the, um, the, the brand that you have right now that you're talking about here that um, Manny's product, right? Yeah. So if you take that and you have some reviews already, a couple hundred thousand dollars uh, a year, you probably have some people already commenting, leaving reviews, opinions about the products. You take one of those and you post it on, uh, you make a post out of it with a graphic. That by itself is leveraging what built Amazon, which is other people's opinions. And you send them to your website. And if you and your website being Shopify, now when they come over here, you can really start building a connection with these people. So single image videos, single image uh, ads, uh, single video ads, uh, copy, utilizing people's comments that they're leaving on your Amazon listings is the best way to get some traffic to your website and try to get them converted once they're inside and start try to find something that works that you can scale along the way. Okay, good to know. Now, something you mentioned was about, you know, like downloading the videos that come on Amazon. Like you can download this, but are you able, I mean, are you able to to put those, you know, out there? Or like, could you, could there be copyright issues there if you're, if you're putting somebody else's video on, you know, like your own advertisement? You know, in all honesty, I don't know if it belongs to Amazon. My viewpoint, mm -hmm. uh, we would have to look into that a little bit more. Maybe somebody here, one of the listeners has some data, but the, the way that we looked about, we started testing this out a couple of weeks ago. The, the way that I looked at it uh, is that people are leaving a public review on a platform and that uh. review is out there and it's out there for the world to see. If there's somebody that can complain about it, it might be Amazon because it's uploaded on the platform. So I, I don't know if uh, if we're doing something against TOS. Uh, that's still to be determined. But even the, um, the, the reviews itself, the content, one thing that we have done for the last couple of years is that we, we, uh, when we write copy, uh, we put the four and a half stars, the five stars that they gave us, and then we put yeah. in parentheses, in qu quotations, whatever the person said. And then we put a little image that really communicates what that product is going to help them solve. Because every single pro product is going to help people solve a problem. Social media ads, Facebook and Instagram ads are supposed to show people because you're doing something called interrupted marketing. You're not really having people search for your products. They're not looking to a, for a solution to their problems. You really are mm -hmm. just interrupting them in the middle of their browsing. So you have to present what problem they're going to solve by clicking on your ad and buying your product. And that's what you do on one of these ads. When you do that correctly, people land on your page. You have great copy, great messaging. If you have good conversion rate on your Amazon listing, that's a good indication that you have a good message out there. You can use a similar concept. And, and the... One of the most important and valuable things about having your website in there uh, that is yours that you control is that you can build upsells, cross-sells, and downsells. Meaning that now your average order value doesn't have to be only based on what a person decides to add to their card. It's based on what you decide to present to the customer along the way. I've always said, Bradley, that the most important moment in an entire customer journey is when somebody already opened up their wallets and entered their credit card information and their billing address. At that moment, what a great golden opportunity for you to present other products that are related, complementary to yeah. that one, so you can increase the average order value. For example, on Amazon, I, my average order value for Natural Slim is 30 freaking dollars. 
on my Shopify site is $140. It's a big deal. Wow. I get a chance to sell more products, which means I get a chance to help people more because I do believe in the ability that my brand has to help other people improve a problem that they have. Yeah. So, I mean, that's obviously something you can't really do on the Amazon uh, platform. You know, uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe one day the, the, they'll try and develop something like that. I'm but sure. yeah, that, that is definitely an advantage. Yeah. Um, there for Shopify and, and, you know, building, building it out there. So are you exclusively then like your Facebook advertising, is it exclusively sending traffic to your Shopify or do you still funnel at least some, uh, you know, like for product launches or something uh, that goes eventually to your Amazon listings? I can tell you, Bradley, uh, just, just so we can go back a minute, uh, for those of you guys that are Shopify users and you're wondering how the heck we set this up, upsells and cross sales. I use a software uh, that was, uh, the founder is Ezra Fireson. If you guys are in the e oh, mm -hmm. in the we've had him on the podcast before. Okay, good. If you guys know, if you're in the e-commerce world and you're not living under a rug, you know who he is. Uh, so mm -hmm. Zipify is the name of the software, and they have something called OCU, which is one-click upsell, which is absolutely amazing. And I'm a big advocate for that because it really does help you convert more. That being said, uh, Bradley, I can tell you more or less my percentages uh, for growing e-commerce uh, in general. Yeah. 70% of our traffic is, uh, in general, direct response ads. Now, here's what, what uh, it's a little bit of a, uh, you, I, want, I want to make sure that people understand that it's not uh, necessarily the way to go about it to just sell, 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 sell on first contact. In my case, I am actually selling to people that are consuming our content. We have millions of people consuming our content. Uh, the Natural Slim content. We have a YouTube channel called Metabolismo TV that has almost 5 million subscribers on it. Uh, with that content that we have, which is utilized in an omnipresent way on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on all the different placements, we retarget people that are consuming the content. So 60 to 70% of our budget, we're spending several hundred thousand dollars a month, is being spent on getting people to our listings on Shopify so they can purchase our stuff. We have a website called us.naturalsim.com if anybody wants to check it out. And you'll see it's all in Spanish. There is a button on the top right if you want to switch it to English and, and check that out. But we're using that for the U.S. direct response ads, selling our products with single images, with videos, explaining what the products are, and we have really good return on investment. About 30% of our budget is spent on lead generation, lead acquisition. We are uh, really into um, acquiring phone numbers and emails mm -hmm. and subscribers. And right now we're jumping on top of the uh, Instagram DM wave, which is a new thing that has been rolled out recently. It's a great opportunity for you guys to uh, try to bring some people from the billion plus people that are using the platform. It's very simple to do. Uh, we use something called ManyChat. I know we helped you guys out a long time ago at Helium 10, create a ManyChat channel. Um, yep. So this is something that uh, that you guys can utilize because a big obsession of ours, again, 20, 30% of our budget is growing our list because on a season like right now, Black Friday season that's coming up in, in, in a few weeks, that particular opportunity, the one thing that's going to remain the same cost-wise is the marketing to your list. Facebook ads, I'm going to skyrocket. They're going to be expensive as heck. But your list and your marketing to your phone numbers, your marketing to your emails, your marketing to these particular uh, lists that you control, they don't change in cost. So I, I actually foresee e-commerce uh, right now dominating through the size of their list 
more than through Facebook ads and sell because mm. Facebook is going to keep on increasing the cost for advertising. Actually, sure. it's 189% increase year over year. So whatever it costs you to advertise last year is 189% more today in 2021. So that's something to keep in mind. If you focus on lead generation and you do a little nurture, some emails, some follow-ups, some text messaging, connection with people, showing them about your story, what you're about, how to use your products, um, how you've helped other people, testimonial, uh, other people's opinions, user-generated content. If you do all that stuff, you're going to have a humongous audience that you can actually now promote your products to. So we do 60% direct, 60 to 70% uh, direct response ads. We do 20, 30% our lead generation, and we do things like giveaways, contests, flash sales. Mm -hmm. We do quizzes, things like that to bring people in, uh, which is something that is simple to do in these days. And then about 10% of our budget, we utilize it to send traffic to um, our Amazon listings in an effort to try to rank products better. Uh, so that's basically what we have, the formula that we have in place. So different things that happen, different departments that are handling that on our side. One of them is focused on getting sales and revenue. The other one is focused on getting acquisition of prospects and nurturing. And the other one is focused on ranking products to the next level on Amazon. Okay, excellent. Now, for the last couple of minutes of this episode, you know, we, we always do something on this show we call the, the TST 30-second tips. So I thought maybe we can do two or three. They could be probably uh, tips or strategies that you're you're giving in the Freedom Ticket modules that you're teaching in or just uh, general uh, other strategies uh, along your line of expertise. So what are some quick-hitting strategies that Amazon sellers out there can start using? Well, the Freedom Ticket module, if you guys haven't access it, go for it because I know it's full of like incredible teachers. In my case, I think it's, it's an hour and 10 minutes or something like that of like traffic content. You're going to learn how to get traffic to your products, whether that's on Amazon or on your own website. It, the obsession that I have is traffic, how to get a lot of people to see your stuff. So I can tell you one thing. If you are on Facebook trying to generate attention, you need to know what objective you are selecting, meaning that you need to be able to tell Facebook what it is you're trying to accomplish. Because right now, Facebook is going to optimize for whatever you are trying to accomplish. If you're trying to get traffic, they're just going to get you traffic. And that's not necessarily the best thing to do because traffic could be quality traffic or super trash quality that is not interested in your product. You need to make sure that you optimize for the correct thing. So if you're trying to get conversions of prospects, make sure that you're giving Facebook the right information. You focus on messages, you focus on leads, you focus on getting people on that next level of that journey. So I would definitely like find out what you guys need to know in order for you to make sure that you're doing the right campaign. And I know the Freedom Talk Ticket module on my side will definitely answer those questions for a lot of you guys. Okay, cool. Uh, maybe one more quick uh, quick tip before we uh, go off then? Well, let me tell you one thing that uh, for you guys that are uh, Amazon sellers, uh, my number one strategy that I would do that people love in social media they engage with is something that I like to call a coupon bonanza. If you guys, guys want to get that set up, uh, it's something that it takes a little bit of work on the front end, but on the back end, it's really, really just automated. And um, it's gamification next level uh, because what we do, uh, we use a platform called ManyChat. A lot of you guys know what that is. Uh, and on ManyChat, uh, there's something called the randomizer. So I bring people on the ManyChat flow and I say, test out your luck. And I do a Facebook ad and I say, find out. We're giving away coupons to celebrate our 23rd anniversary, year anniversary, whatever you want to come up with. We're giving away coupons up to 90%. And you can 
Get yours today by finding out and testing out your luck right here. They come into ManyChat. We have a randomizer, and that randomizer is going to give out coupons between 10% and 90% off. The 90%, I set them to be only 1%, and I set them up to be only single-use coupons, and I also set them up to only be possible to claim once per account so we don't get taken advantage of. So if you guys want to set this up, this is something that is really, really effective. Uh, people love to engage. They love to be entertained. This is something that people on social media would be easily attracted to because people want to find out, just like when they go to the casino, just like when they buy a scratch ticket at the gas station, they want to find out how lucky they are. Yeah. And that's something that you guys can take advantage of. I love it. Love it. That's awesome. So again, guys, make sure to check out uh, Manny's different modules in Freedom Ticket 3.0. But if people want to reach out to you guys directly, how can they find you on the interwebs out there? Well, our website is AGM, stands for Attention Grabbing Media, agmagency.com. And we're here to help in any way we can. We're giving content every single day and we're providing information about these platforms and how to take advantage of them. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show and we wish you the best of success with uh, both your agency and, and obviously your Amazon business as well. Thanks so much for having me, Bradley. I appreciate it very much.